Hello, and welcome to the Best of Five podcast. We are your hosts, Claire Kreitzer and Grace Erskine. Join us each week as we dive into the world of NCAA women's college volleyball. This week, we are joined by my brother, well, our brother, Grant Kreitzer. Come along as we recount our amazing experience at the Penn State-Nebraska game, share our bumps and spikes of our days, and prep for another great weekend of volleyball. We hope you enjoy the sights and sounds of Rec Hall as much as we did. Okay, Penn State push. 17-10. Hold this lead. Hold this lead. Stay aggressive. Great, great. We, yes. Like, can you imagine if we're here for the number one seat to talk to Penn State? Great. Oh, my God. Nebraska fans are here in big numbers. Great, Pat. Great set. That great set. 18-11. Great set. And better swing by Merritt Beeson. Oh my god, great serve. Great, better pass. Oh wow. Yes! Come on, stay with it. Yes, yes. Taylor Trammell, back to her. Yes! Zoe Weatherington. Yes! Yes! Work! Taylor Trammell always running off. Always running off! Why? Yes, thanks, girl. We love you. Oh, my God. Good serve. Oh, terrible ball. Terrible ball. Push. 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 So let's just set the scene of what happened on Friday because it was so lit. So we climb up the whole way to the track, which was really narrow at points oh, too. Yeah. Like it wasn't a full-on walking track. Yeah. Well, and you couldn't go all the way around because of the camera. No. Yeah, that was that was annoying and a bit overwhelming, but. Once we found, I thought we found a really great spot okay. in the corner. Because the incline was very important. Yes. Because at not all the spots on the track was no. there an incline. So thankfully we were in literally the second row yes. of the track. Yes. But we could still kind of see over people. Yeah, for sure. In those first two sets, Penn State just played. I mean, the first set especially, Penn State just played lights out oh yeah i just think they looked so even and smooth like yes everybody was getting kills everyone was getting digs our house out there oh yeah yeah their middles were fully involved the offense was spread out it was beautiful yeah 
And then I think the second set, it was just a little bit more competitive. I think Nebraska woke up and made some adjustments. And Mac Pedraza just started to go away from the middles. Yes. And then that's what killed them the rest of the game. That was so sad. It was so sad. And I get it. Their serve-receive kind of crumbled a little bit, like, I think especially so in the third. Yes, it was manic. They 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 wanted to win so bad, and I love that, but it got desperate instead of yeah controlled and trusting. Yeah, and they just wanted to rely on Jess Merzik too much, mm-hmm. which can work even if like you're in system and you're not running your middles and Jess Merzik is on fire which she tends to be then yeah like that's gonna work but in a situation where you're playing the number one team in the country you are gonna have to spread things out and not just rely on maybe one of your you know uh, probably their best attacker yeah I would say I thought Cameron Hanna played really well their other outside that's the thing they have all of the weapons they have Cameron Hanna they have Zoe Weatherington they have Taylor Trammell and Allie Holland in the middle and they just they just ride Jess a lot and I get it she's great absolutely but if they're gonna go far in the tournament and they're going to compete and beat the number one team in the country they can't rely on that no and they also yes she's great out there but zoe can be great too and taylor can be you know like you have other players that can also be great so spread it out right and give them the opportunity yeah i we kind of ran into this over the weekend with our high school team where Yes, the, our outsides were rolling. You know, they were they were getting mm-hmm. tons of kills and they were producing, but also we weren't getting our middles involved at all. Yeah, you know, so we ended up losing because <laughs> it gets predictable. Yes, so predictable. Teams can just camp out on the pin, get a solid block up, and yeah. go from there. Yeah, and <clears throat> I mean that's what was so helpful. The first and second set for Penn State was Zoe Weatherington. Yes, eating. It, it up oh, out there oh. she was so big and like getting the crowd even yes. more hype and these monster blocks right like crazy kills she came out on fire on and fire. was very helpful in those first two sets yes so helpful and she made everyone around her look good exactly yes, yes. she gave everyone an opportunity because the block was so scared of her no that, literally. Like, yeah. Everyone else had a chance to get in a yes, few good kills. Like Exactly. And I thought Jillian Grimes, the libero, was stellar yeah. in the first two sets. She had some crazy digs. She was bringing the energy. Yes, the energy was so sweet to see live. I could, like, she was hyping us up, I feel like. You no, know? literally. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I think the crowd at Rec Hall was just, like, the seventh man that got them over the finish line in those first two sets. But, I mean, credit to Nebraska. They are so good. Oh, my God. For me, like, yes, I was cheering for Penn State, but also it was just such great volleyball that you have to applaud both sides. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not mad that Nebraska won. I was cheering for Penn State, but it was just such great volleyball that either way, it was so amazing and beautiful to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I have an issue of when I'm watching, like, especially Big Ten teams, I can't cheer for just one team. 
Yeah, like, I know. I just love all of them. Mm-hmm. Same. Not, and I love a lot of other teams that aren't in the Big Ten too. Same. Because like, when you have the top ten teams or even top twenty five teams going against each other, it's just so fun that I can't choose. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like watching, you know, them make great plays on both sides. You can't help but cheer for both of them. Yeah. 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 And when you say credit to Nebraska, I think, yes, that was really cool to see a team get trampled on in the first two sets. Yes. Like, they didn't really, I mean, I thought they looked a little frantic in the first set. Absolutely. Like, after that, even the third set, like, they weren't freaking out. And you could just see, like, their confidence, Mm -hmm. which I think is so cool, especially to see live someone being so calm in such a chaotic situation. Definitely. I think it was in the third set. I was really watching their coaching staff on the bench and I saw Jordan Larson a lot. Just like if Penn State would make a good play or get a good kill, she would just be like, next one, you know, next one. That doesn't matter. We're focused on our game right now. And I think that's so useful and such a good thing, especially when you're down to you you have to stay focused on your side of the net. Yeah. Think about how hard a reverse sweep is Uh at a way in an away game that's so hard to do literally it's crazy it was really cool to see both teams like coaching staff i thought they did a good job of talking to everybody you know how i guess more in like high school level or maybe even lower like college division like there's like that one player that the coach kind of talks through but i I noticed that the coaches were talking to everyone and i just think that's really cool Yeah, I think that's great, too. And it shows that they're not putting too much pressure on one person. And then and they're trusting in everybody else to listen and hear what they're having to say. Yeah. Is that hard for you guys as coaches? Or does that come naturally to spread it out? Honestly, I'd say it comes pretty naturally. Yeah, because especially because there's different things that we say to different people. And I think especially us as coaches, we really cater what we say to each individual mm-hmm. we say we we might explain things in a different way to different people because we know that they have different styles but also it is easy i know for me just yelling at the setter you know to just you know yeah. to just be or to the libero if there's something about defense you know to be like hey take a step back on serve receive make sure you tell everybody that you know that sort of yeah. thing yeah and conversations with technique and strategy mm-hmm. yeah definitely it's natural to go to individuals, but I think when it comes more to rotational mm-hmm. and like strategic, it's easier to go to the leaders or the seniors of the team because they're the ones that, you know, really the leaders of the team. No, exactly. And have a lot of influence on the girls and even how they play. Right. And they're the ones out on the court. Yeah, exactly. Because I can only yell so much. My voice hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but one thing I did want to say also about the Penn State coaching staff. I thought it was so beautiful and it made me so emotional how there was this sold out crowd. The rec hall is rocking and you have coach Katie standing there at the helm of the whole thing. It was just really awesome to see a woman in a position of power and in charge of a successful and beautiful program. I just thought it was really it was really great to see and really inspiring. John uh, Cook. He John disappointed Cook. me. Sorry, John. Sorry. No. Yeah, like, love you, boy, but... Love you. 
I agree. I was not overly impressed with him in person. Maybe because we couldn't see his mouth. And I feel like on TV, it looks like he talks a lot more. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't see his lippies. But... Yeah, maybe not the most animated. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I also, he just looked like a grumpy, like, grandpa. <laughs> and I was like, ew, like, that's so annoying. But he, I mean, he produces legends. And obviously the players, or his former players that he has on the coaching staff. Yeah. You know, true. Like, yeah. Respect him and respect the program. So exactly. I mean, it just from a bird's eye view, yeah. I didn't literally a bird's Yeah, literally a yeah. bird's eye view, just didn't love it. But I don't we don't know the inside. Yeah, I think I actually think that shows a lot, mm-hmm. him having former players coming back. Yes. Cause like you said, that just shows how much respect they have for the program mm-hmm. and they want to help the program succeed as well. Yes. Where, I mean, as a man, maybe I'm not the one to talk about this, but I think that volleyball at that level, at the D1 level, can mm-hmm. easily feel kind of like, a, oddly enough, even though it's a women's sport, kind of like a boys club sure. with all the coaches. I completely agree with that. I think we're starting to get away from that, which is beautiful. You know, you have coaches like Coach Katie and Danny yeah. Busbum Kelly and Mary I, Wise. Yeah, Mary yeah. Wise, legend. But it's still a male-dominated field. Yeah. I think Grant and I talked about this the other day. I think of I think Kevin Hambley's a great example and the Oregon coach Matt, all I forget his last name. But I think they do a great job of letting the girls do the work. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to be harsh or, you know, get riled up or angry or have tough tones. You know, they seem to stay calm and really put the focus on the girls. And I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, sometimes times do call yes. for some anger and some, you know, frustration. But I think I just see a little too much of it in unnecessary situations that can at least be perceived as toxic. Yes. You know what's crazy? My, like, club coach, and Claire, I think we've talked about this before, but speaking of it being, like, a male-dominated coaching s- staff sport, my club coach was, like, a 40-year-old man with a huge beer belly, smoked <laughs> cigars, like, in between morning wave and afternoon wave, <laughs> and was missing a tooth. But, like, what was he doing teaching us volleyball? How does that happen? It feels like he wants power. Like, well, yeah, exactly. It's just crazy, though. Some of, like, I don't know. I think a lot of, like, the better coaches, like, they've actually played themselves. But, like, it's crazy yeah, to think right? that someone can be so good at coaching something they've never played. Yeah, like yes. no, like no tea. But did Russ Rose like play volleyball? <laughs> no. no, and I, I don't think John Cook did either. I think he and he originally started like coaching basketball or something. Oh, wow! Or no, it was football. He started as a football coach. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess coaching is an art in itself because there's a lot that goes into it, like just volleyball knowledge, volleyball mm-hmm. IQ. I think. It, like a language the younger you start yes. the more you take in and the like faster you learn i don't know yeah i agree with that coaching is an art form and i think john cook has a really great handle on it yeah yeah <laughs> as yeah. much as i didn't love his grandpa energy the fifth set was so crazy yeah okay yeah. it was unreal because 
Nebraska really got a handle on it in the oh, fifth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They really came out guns blazing, yeah. taking the bull by the horns, refused to exactly. lose. But then Penn State, I think with the energy of Rec Hall, exactly. got some fight and got some energy mm-hmm. and came back. Yeah. And a huge thing was like anytime Nebraska got a huge kill, mm-hmm. it everything just like was muffled. Yes. Like you could barely hear them. You yes. could not hear them on the court. Like no. it sounded like crows, like little crows <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah, yeah like, like they're in like the distance. Exactly. Let's go. You know, like yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, and like we happen to be right in above the Nebraska section, kind mm-hmm. of or like adjacent to it. So we were. You know, right in there. And they yeah. were loud, but I mean, compared to when Penn State would get a point, it yes. was just nothing. Right. Yeah. And they're just so talented. Even though Penn State came back and I think it was, I don't think it was ever tied 13-13 because I think Nebraska had set po- or yeah. match point and yeah. Penn State fought off a couple. But it was heartbreaking. Penn State had it. You know, it was there for the taking. Yeah. But you can't tip and roll whenever you're playing the number one team in the country. Yeah. (laughs) I do wish we could have seen Penn State's warm-up. Yeah. I know. It's so lit. Yes, because they have a they have a great routine and you see so much from warm-ups, I think. I wonder what Nebraska's is. I don't even know. I don't even know either. I would love to see what that's all about. Because I'm sure it's great. Penn State lost a heartbreaker in five to Nebraska, yeah. and then they did it again yeah. on Sunday versus Purdue. Ugh. Yeah, Purdue went Purdue up, went up by three points. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. They they started out the match two zero, and Penn State battled back to win sets three and four, and then just couldn't finish. Oh my goodness! <sighs> yeah, so. That's something they're going to have to evaluate going forward into the tournament. That's the toughest thing. And we say this all the time about Penn State volleyball. Being a Penn State volleyball fan, it's (laughs) it's tough sometimes. They can take the number one team in the nation to five sets, but then lose to... Well, I guess they were probably ranked similarly. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense, obviously, but I don't know. Volleyball is inconsistent in general. You know, at this level, we've seen it so much this year all these upsets, you really never know. Yeah, and I saw a bunch of teams, I think they play They play Sunday, and almost all of the scores were 3-1. Louisville and Clemson, 3-1. Wow. Stanford, Stanford, Washington, 3-1. Pitt, Miami, 3-1. Colorado, Oregon, 3-1. So interesting, that all, that all happened on Sunday. Yeah, but that's also what makes it so exciting. Because yes. obviously, if... It really just went by the rankings, and we were like, oh, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. This team's going to win. Then none of it would be fun. No, exactly. So it, it keeps us on our toes. Also, the big upsets were, I mean, it's not a crazy upset because Georgia Tech was ranked 10 and Louisville was 3. Yeah. But, I mean, still, beating the top three team in the country 3-1, like, 
Go off, Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yeah. And then Florida State and Pitt, right? I know. Yes. yes. 3 2. And the fifth set, it was 16 14. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And like, that's I, so lit. So Florida lit. State. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing those scores come in on Twitter as we were at the Penn State game. And this happened after the second set. And I turned to one of you and I was just yeah. like, this is it. This is the night of upsets. This is going to happen. Penn State's winning in three. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah and that did not pan out but and then another five setter number 11 tennessee beat number 20 florida three two wow and arkansas beat florida oh i was gonna tell you guys this so this high school where i grew up it was Mm -hmm. like the 3a school mine was 1a so like they're pretty okay cool yeah pretty big but they are really good at sports and they have a girl right now committed to nebraska oh <gasps> which is crazy because like she's like from my area and That's not crazy. that girls in my area aren't good but they're not nebraska good but she the, the north carolina state championships were yesterday mm-hmm. and she couldn't play in it because she's traveling with the usa junior team like she's oh practicing with them that's crazy that's so she wild. missed her state championship to practice with the USA. Isn't that crazy? Obviously, I don't know the situation, but I think I don't think people should miss big moments in their high school careers like yeah. that. But I, yeah. but I mean, obviously, yeah. if it wasn't a choice, you know, if it's like you either come make the national team or go play in your state championship, like obviously you don't want to give up your spot yeah. for the national team. But uh, you're never going to get that year and that yeah. feeling and that community back. Yeah. And she probably got them there, you know, like. For sure. For yeah. sure. I honestly, I think the high school game is so important. I do too. For feeling the sense of a successful program, like building mm-hmm. a program. Like there's so right, much to right. learn from the high school game, even if it's not at the same level of club yes i mean obviously the national level is completely different like that's a amazing opportunity but yeah winning a state championship for your hometown that's such a good feeling it is and that sense of community having all of the fans rally behind you and you know there is something to say for playing for something bigger than yourself Mm -hmm. and i think that's really prevalent in high school i'm happy for that girl go big red go usa yeah i just wish she could have done both yeah i know it seven years ago i won the state championship congratulations thank you and then i think it was six years i won the second one so it was crazy i don't really think about a lot of high school games like i had a really great high school experience and we were really like got really good which is really fun but, like, I only really think of, like, the state games, like, even, like, the playoff games. So, like, to mm-hmm. miss one of those would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just think with club getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and obviously just the sport in general growing, I there has been such a huge focus on club, which is yes. important for recruiting. But I don't know. Why can't recruiters be yes. showing up to high school games? Like, I, I don't know. There's Or high school tournaments. Because the focus is very much on club volleyball, which I think a lot of these girls' mentalities are, well, it's almost club. Well, high school season's almost over and maybe are losing. I'm not talking about our high school girls. I'm just talking about what I see in general. Right. And my biggest thing with club is I think it 
teaches girls that the wins and the losses aren't as meaningful. Yes. You know, because if you lose a game, oh, whatever, we'll get reseeded and play another one. Whereas in high school, there's not that finality where, Mm -hmm. you know, if you lose, you're going home. But with club, you're paying for it. You're paying to go to these tournaments. You know, you're guaranteed x amount of games mm-hmm. so it's I just think, like a different feel and the stakes right. are so much less i think there's a very small percentage of club teams that have that same feeling as a high school team yeah yes. like, they are going to win an a- the aau tournament or yeah. to yeah. win usa yeah. nationals that like, US like, caliber yeah. like greatness and that's where you see these girls go to like huge schools you know but like definitely but there's so many other teams that aren't at that really small advanced level right where it does get robotic and like going through the motions definitely yeah definitely some big games coming up this weekend on friday pit goes number seven pit goes to number eight georgia tech oh wow i'm fun Oh, I really wish it was in Pittsburgh I know. because we would, oh we would eat that up. Oh my gosh! Oh, that would be so great. Oh, Purdue plays Minnesota. That'll be good. Yep. We're hoping to go to the Penn State game on yes, Saturday. On Saturday, obviously, you're invited. Um, <gasps> Penn State what? Wisconsin. We need to get there early. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And we will definitely we be will. able to because if we win our state playoff game tomorrow then we'll mm-hmm. play saturday during the day and it's actually we're playing someone from the penn state area so oh my yeah gosh. so yeah. hopefully it'll be in between and then the game yeah the game isn't until eight so oh we'll my god so we can get we can really eat you know yes. what I, mean? I know eat yeah up. we can really eat some good food and then eat up warm-ups and eat yes. up the yes game. I was gonna. I was planning on getting food after the Penn State game, but it was midnight it by was the time so I got out of there. And also, like, my stomach. Ugh, I don't know if it was the incline or ram. My stomach was full of gas. Literally same. Literally same. <laughs> I farted so many times throughout the game. As soon as we got outside, it was just a constant stream of air. It's a whisper. Every time there was a monster block, there was a monster fart. Like, I promise you. (laughs) That's so hilarious. Oh, my gosh. So I couldn't get a snack after because I just was floating away. We can see Kelly Sheffield live in action. (gasps) I really want to see... Izzy Ashburn in real life. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. Because in my mind, she's tiny. She's like 5'10". Right. Yeah. But I think she's like 5'10". Yeah, (laughs) which is so dope. Okay, I bet the Purdue-Michigan State game is going to be good because Michigan State's on a roll right now. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, I'm happy for them. For sure. Go get it. Number 25, USC. They beat Arizona State over the weekend. So, and they're playing number nine, Washington State. Oh, fun. Yeah, that'll be good. I think Miami FSU will be really good. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're pretty evenly matched and they've both been playing pretty tough in the ACC against tough opponents like Louisville, Georgia Tech, and Pitt. Yeah, wait. So FSU played Pitt. Yes. Pitt played Miami, right? Right. And then Miami's playing... FSU. FSU, yeah. Yeah, and because Miami took a set off of Pitt. 
Yeah. And then FSU beat Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out. Definitely. Minnesota, Indiana. I think that'll be a good game. Okay. I think Indiana could can take them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. I really like Indiana. I love Indiana. I just want them to be really good. And I want them to be ranked. How are they not? They've had like three upsets. I know. I think they lost. Ohio State beat them 3-1 over the weekend. Ohio State, Maryland. UCLA, Washington. That'll be evenly matched. But that's all for the weekend. Looks like another great weekend of volleyball. Isn't it always? I mean, yeah, it always is. Okay, Claire, go. Bump and spike. (laughs) Okay, so my bump. Wait, so the bump is bad, right? Oh. Or is the spike bad? I don't know. I was thinking the spike was bad. Me too. I was thinking the bump, you're like bumping up. Good. Oh, interesting. Because I was thinking like bump in the road. Yeah, wait, no, I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. Okay, I'm like pretty defense oriented, so that's probably why I went towards the bump. For sure. Right, right. Yeah. No, we can do bump that. That would make sense. Okay, cool. I will do, so my bump that's bad is my car's in the shop and he needed to order a part for it. So it won't be here for three to five days. So I don't have a car for three to five days. Wait, is that expensive for you? It might be, but this guy who's been doing it is really great. Like he, he's dealt with her a couple times just because it's the same problem. So I think, but I do have to get a new car. I'm going to have to trade her in, which (sighs) I just don't want to spend the money, but also I'm I'm coming around to the idea. I was really averse to it, but I have to be a big girl and I, I have to do it. So that's my bump. My spike is that we had a really great Freeport volleyball practice. Yes. And well, more specifically, I was a baller setter. Yes. And yes. I was setting from the back row and I had a lot of assists to Grantee over here. Exactly. And I also did a one-handed set to the middle, like jumping yes. up when it was tight. Oh my God. I think Grant was the middle. So it was so fun. Yeah, that was that was my spike. Are we doing like all around, like everyone do their spike and everyone do their, bump. <clears throat> everyone do their pump? Well, I did my bump and my spike. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grace, how about you go while Grace okay. understands? Okay, cool. Okay, I'm going to say my bump. I just had a lot of people complain to me all day today. Ew. And I was like, wait. You guys, I am smiling, so why are you telling me all this bad stuff, you know? Right. So that was just draining. And that kind of reminded me of some of my roles as a team member in my past teams. I felt like I was the scapegoat, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that can get draining, you know? Oh, yes. That that can be emotionally (sighs) exhausting. Yeah, it's hard to be approachable. But (laughs) And then... My spike, I took the day off tomorrow. Oh, nice. Get after it. All right, my turn. My bump was that I realized, I really realized today that I land on one foot, which is so bad. Like, it's yeah. so bad. When I go up the swing, I land on one foot, especially when I hit line. So that was disappointing. And now my knee kind of hurts. Now that I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> Ouch. And my spike was also we had a really good practice yeah. today. It's tough because 
we don't have a ton of girls on mm-hmm. our team right now. Whereas in years past, like, we've had so many. But it, there's positives and negatives to it. Having a small team, they get a lot of work, but also uh, when half or even more than half the team is underclassmen, it's it can be hard to have like a really, really competitive six on six. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of had to swap Claire and I in for some of them so that they can really get a good look of what our opponents are going to bring. Right. But yeah, it was a really good practice and Claire and I slayed. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we play well tomorrow and we keep the party going. But either way, we'll see you on Saturday. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> more Penn State volleyball or more just volleyball in general. Yeah. Yeah. And we're hoping to go to some pit game soon. Yeah. It just sucks because the pit Louisville game is on the day of the state championship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we have it in our heads that we can't go to that. Yeah. I hope you can't. I say, say exactly. That's what exactly. we keep saying. But I also, I want to fly to Atlanta and see Georgia Tech pit because oh, I just really want to see some good ACC volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also we need to chat and make plans about the national championship. Wait, Grace, I said fax no printer on the volleyball bus the other day. <laughs> like Grant and Kate, all the freshmen were like, no. It was it was really funny, but, but terrible. Like, I, you also said it kind of consciously. I, like, I did, where I was like, fax no printer. Yeah, where I was like, this is going to be cringe. Yay. Okay, well, we love you, Gracie. All right, love you, Gracie. That was so fun. That was, that that was, was so, so fun. fun. We'll just have to make it a Monday night thing. Yeah. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Best of Five podcast. Come back next week as we get ready for the last week of regular season play. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure to follow us at Best of Five Pod. Why is volleyball the best sport in the world? Because it's the best of five.